That really is a mindset that can be developed, by the way. Yeah. I mean, this episode is all about a mindset. Well, singularity of focus is a discipline. Look, right. there's Instagram, there's Facebook, there's YouTube, there's, um, should I write a book, should I start a blog? There's right. many priorities, but singularity of focus says, commit to one thing and do it better than anybody else, and that's a discipline. Hey, listen, if you ever wondered what makes millionaires so dedicated, so persistent, and just so driven, that's what we're going to talk about today on this episode of the Empire Podcast Show. I'm Craig Valentine. And I'm Bedros Koulian. Welcome to the Empire Podcast. Listen, one of our most popular shows was about the habits of self-made millionaires. Now, habits are different than mindset. And recently, you have been doing amazing inside looks with Jesse Itzler, Amanda Bucci, Ed Milet, Sharon Sravatsa, and we've gotten some great information. So I wanna ask you, and then I'm gonna share it with myself, what your biggest takeaway was. So let's start with Jesse, because Jesse, Jesse Itzler is an amazing dude. What was your number one takeaway from Jesse? You know, my number one takeaway from Jesse was to be unrealistic. And it's a way that I've lived my life anyhow. And in fact, today, I was uh, emailing back and forth, gosh, I, I, you know what, I'm gonna share this anyway. We're yeah. fully transparent here. but. I was emailing back and forth with my editor from my publisher, from my book, Man Up, right? right? And they sent us 200 copies of the advanced books, you know, that says, yeah. hey, this is- this The galley proof. Yeah, galley proof, exactly. It hasn't been completely proofed yet. And immediately I found a typo on the very back page in the Lewis House testimonial. Got it. And of course, in the very first page, in the preface, I found a typo, and that didn't sit well with me. So I said, hey, just change these two and send me another 200 copies. I said, no, 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 we don't do it that way. Um, and I said, well, do it. I, I want it that way because I'm very specific in how I want things. And she goes, well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take three weeks. I said, I need it faster. She goes, I, I need to only give you a realistic timeline. And I sent her an, a long email, very passionate email, and I said, Jennifer, I need you to be unrealistic in your expectations because right now at this very moment, there's a rocket with a Tesla being shipped off to Mars. And I said, Elon Musk is unrealistic in his expectations of putting a Tesla automobile on the planet Mars. And so he could do that. You can send me another 200 copies of my book. Speaking of Elon Musk, let me just say, I just was reading an article today. They're building more Teslas in a tent. In a tent. Okay. So it's like, well, we don't have a new factory. We're gonna have to wait. No, we're gonna set up a tent yeah. because he's unrealistic. Now you just posted about that on your Instagram yes. the other day. And I loved it. I, I loved it. Be unrealistic. Yeah. Rant about it a little bit more. Well, because where, where does that come from, right? So mom and dad raised us and they lived at a slower time and they were raised by their mom and dad who lived even at a slower time. Where right. It came from modest means. Yeah, modest means. And of course, their mom and dad came from the Great Depression when, well, what's realistic? I mean, realistic is having shoes where your toes are sticking out. Realistic yeah. is having a piece of meat that big where their family six have to eat yeah. that once. So their idealisms of realism is different than now with technology and with opportunities and, and with the ability to move faster. And so we have to stop thinking the old-fashioned way of what mom and dad in the school system taught us. Would be Why be realistic? Why not be unrealistic? Why not be unreasonable in your expectations so that you can achieve more, do more in this limited amount of 100 years or so that we have of life on this planet? Right? Absolutely, absolutely. And so my biggest takeaway is similar to that from Jesse Yitzler was do whatever it takes. 
So my favorite story about him is he's, you know, in early 20s, he's trying to record a rap album. He's bicycling on the Long Island Expressway at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. It's the only time he's, you know, it's 22 miles to get to the recording studio. Only time that they'll give him recording studio time for free. He does that, then bikes back to go and work at his job at a kiddie pool. I yeah. mean, that... That just is awesome, and, and that was just one of the many stories, right? And by, and by the way, those of you watching and listening to this, if you don't know Jesse Itzler, the, the guy's a nut. For one, he, he's never been on a private jet, and the first time he sees one, he turns to his buddy and he goes, and I think they were like in their like early 30s or late 20s, he goes, yeah. we need to start a private jet company so we can, we can be on these things. Right. And he, they literally pitch it to... Um, Marquee Marquija. No. They were marquee jets. They were, yeah. Net jets. Warren they, Buffett's net jets. Exactly. And it became marquee jets, and it later was sold back to Warren Buffett. Yeah. And then the guy goes and starts, uh, helps start Zico Coconut Water and sells it to Coca-Cola. So yeah. when you think about two big empires that he's built and sold, it's because he thinks at an unrealistic level. Now, people around him probably think he's a fool, he's crazy, he's an right. idealist. Oh, here he goes again. But who gets the last laugh? Yeah, absolutely. Here's another guy that's absolutely amazing, Ed Milet. What did you learn from doing your inside look with him? You know what? Um, Ed Milet is a very special person uh, because the way he tells a story is unlike any other way. And the way he told me at the very end, the last thing I asked him um, was, you know, how do you want your life to look? He goes, look, when I die and I go to heaven, he goes, the last thing I want to happen is for God to go, these are the expectations that I had you at. Right. This is where I wanted you to become, but you were far from ever reaching your fullest potential. So he says, I have the obligation to strive more, take more risks, put in more effort to become the man, the leader, the entrepreneur, the visionary, the parent, the father, the spouse, that I'm going to be when I die, right? Because Chasing the best version of yeah, myself. Yeah, absolutely. Day. I thought that was profound, man, because no one, if you start thinking of that, like what if you meet your maker and he goes, this is the blueprint I had of you, but you only got this close. Ooh, that's painful. Yeah, it's, you know, everybody says I want to live up to my full potential, but that's just so esoteric. It doesn't mean much. Yeah. But when you, when he phrased it that way, it was just so great because the funny thing is I actually transcribed that one because I was going through it to ask him questions. And I just, when I saw that, I copied and pasted it. I saved that because it's just such a, a really great message. Now, the lesson that I took from Ed Milet, and he's, I know he said this to you as well, is that when he gets knocked down, he gets up faster than anybody else. And so we all hear about, you know, you get, get up when you get knocked down and, you know, you need to embrace failure and do that. But there's one thing to like take failure and then, you know, I got to take a couple weeks off here. No, he gets right up and, you know, moves into the next punch or whatever. So yeah. that's another thing that I learned from him. Just move faster. Jesse moved fast. Ed, Ed moved fast. Now let's talk about our friend Sharon Srivatsa. Yes. What thunder did, and fire did he uh, drop to you? I have actually stolen this phrase from him because I think he so eloquently shared it on the Empire podcast show when I interviewed him. And that was singularity of focus. Got it. Right? It is so important to have singularity of focus. In other words, I think it wasn't until the what, 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 the early 1900s that the word priority became priorities, or maybe right. it was 1400s, whatever it was. Well, it was, I think it was more recent, actually. Like was in it? the last okay. 40 years or something. Okay. It used to be priority. Yeah, you only had one priority, and today when we talk about it, we go, hey, hey, Craig, what are your priorities? What are your top three priorities right. for the next 30 minutes? And so, so often, we focus on so many, many things, right? We focus on so many priorities. When you look at focus, what is focus? To come narrow. together in clarity, narrow yeah. focus. And singularity of focus, he says, was a single factor 
that helped take his company to 10x in five years, from 300 million to 3 billion in sales, and then he sold it. So, hey, if that works for him, it's gonna work for anybody else. Yeah, absolutely. And the biggest thing that I took from Sharon was his focus, his singularity of focus on systems and numbers. I actually just spent all day Saturday with him, and it was just amazing. He was. He was actually kind of frustrated. He's like, Craig, I don't understand. You know, you have your gift and Bedros has this gift. I'm still searching for mine. I'm like, no, you're just a machine. You, you are just yeah. able to turn everything into a machine. He, you know, taught at one of our Empire Mastermind meetings one day and he just turned everybody's business into a machine. And as soon as like you, he asks you a couple questions and as soon as he gets the information, he just spits out these yeah. numbers and systems and processes to make you more money really fast. It's, it's a hustle. That really is a mindset that can be developed, by the way. Yeah. I mean, this episode is all about a mindset. Well, singularity of focus is a discipline. Look, right. there's Instagram, there's Facebook, there's YouTube, there's, um, should I write a book, should I start a blog? There's right. many priorities, but singularity of focus says, commit to one thing and do it better than anybody else, and that's a discipline. Same thing with the numbers and the systems that he has. Yeah. Anyone can develop that skill, and if you don't want to do it yourself in the long term, you'll ultimately hire someone, but it's the mindset of, I have to run my business by the numbers and systems versus anything else. Yeah, absolutely. So we've been on there's some pretty hard stuff right now. Let's go to Amanda Bucci. What did you learn from that amazing, amazing young woman? You know, she, she's such a nice young soul who, just happens to be an empire builder at the same time. Is an empire builder, and she's what, 26 years old? I think she's 24, 25. Okay, so, so you always want she's to be in under, her, you want to be on the underside. That's true. <laughs> that's true with the ladies. She's 21, I think. Yeah, I think she's 21. But where Amanda Bucci's concerned, the, the, the biggest takeaway I got in addition to her relentless drive was that you're never too young. Got so many of our listeners and viewers think that when I'm in my 30s is when I can really step up. Because who am I to step up and ask a question of Grant Cardone, Ed Milet, Andy Frisilla, right, all these people. Listen, why aren't you qualified? You're young, you're motivated, you're driven. Age no longer becomes a number. Now is the time to do it. If I can go back 20 years, mm -hmm. I would have put in, taken more risks, put in more effort in my 20s, but I waited to mature in my 30s. And that's the biggest takeaway I got from Amanda, man. Yeah, it's awesome. Her mindset of, hey, you know what, I'm young, but I've got this old soul mentality that I'm gonna make, make things happen. Awesome, and my biggest takeaway, I loved how she was telling you her story of, oh, Rhode Island is obviously, it's too small. I, I gotta think bigger. I learned about these people in California. I'm gonna go with $100 in my pocket across the country, get mm -hmm. a waitressing job. Man, that was just really, really fantastic. Because again, so many people think, oh, well, this is where I live. You know, as soon as I leave, they're gonna like hit the shock, shock collar on me or something. Like, no, they're not. I mean, you have the freedom to move around the world, around your country. Same with events, man. When people say, hey, I see you're coming to Dallas, but uh, you're not coming to Plano, Texas, or right. you're not coming to Tupelo, you know, because never back to, to Tupelo. Tupelo. Uh, but listen, you, don't, don't ask people like, hey, when are you coming here? Instead say, how can I get there, right? Yeah. That's Absolutely. it. That's the mindset. All right. What about little thinking? What uh, another little rant here? Where where are people thinking too small? Man, I think where people are thinking too small is the amount of risk that they should take. I think people are trying to play it too safe. They're still yeah. bubble wrapping things. They're still they're, they're bubble wrapping their lives. They're putting the training, leaving the training wheels on a little too long, and they're trying to alleviate risk. But in the process, what they're doing is they're constantly kicking the can of success down the road if they ever get to it. I say take the risks now because there's never been a time in history that you could recover faster than today. Yeah. I mean, literally you and I could lose it all, but just knowing what we know, we can regain faster than we got it 
15 years ago, mm -hmm. right? Because we have more resources and access to us than ever before. So that's where the small thinking comes in today is you're not taking fast enough and big enough risks. Awesome, so listen, move fast, think big, and go all in, right? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, that's the mindset of the self-made millionaire, multimillionaire, and billionaire that we've had on these shows here at the Empire Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for another amazing episode of the Empire Podcast. Now, the greatest compliment that you can give to us is liking, loving, and sharing this episode with all of your friends. So please go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating, and then share it online and social media with everyone that you know, and make sure to tag us because we love hearing from Empire listeners. And if you own a business that's doing half a million dollars or more in annual revenues, and you know it's got massive potential, and you'd like myself and Craig Ballantyne to help you scale it by 5x, 10x, and 20x in the shortest amount of time possible, then you might be a great candidate for the Empire Mastermind program that we have. To learn more about the Empire Mastermind program, go to bedroskoolian.com forward slash empire.